Hey, it's Ron McLean. Welcome to Hockey Talk on the Rock. With Laura and Keith. It's interesting. So let's back up a second. He played absolutely out of his mind. It made no sense to me. And now, here are your hosts. All right, we are back. Hockey Talk on the Rock, episode number 98. Uh, we've got stuff to talk about. The, the big trade finally came down. Laura's wearing her Horvath jersey. I'm appropriately, I think, wearing my Florida jersey because the <laughs> weekend just went by and Luongo was playing, so why not throw on the loose jersey? I like it. Um, yeah, so there hasn't been a lot of hockey played. Three games since we last talked with Tockett behind the bench, the big trade. Uh, and uh, we might throw out some quick little predictions on where some of the big names might end up. So uh, take it away. Yeah, so, I mean, the biggest news as a Canucks fan, I mean, there's two, actually, because we didn't talk about Kuzmenko, but we can talk about that after. Um, but the biggest news was them trading their captain in Bo Horvat um, to the Islanders, which is very appropriate for Canucks history. Uh, you know, some parallels there with Trevor Linden a little bit. And the Islanders, like, Friedman threw them out that morning on 31 Thoughts, but they were not the team that you would have thought, at least for me, would be buying on Bo Horvat. And the Canucks received, like, the package they received in return was fine. I think it's pretty standard for a, a rental player. Um, so they get the prospect in Ratu, uh, who I don't think anyone really knows what he's going to be yet. He's kind of an unknown. Um, and then the first round pick, which from the Islanders is worth more than if it was from, say, Boston or Colorado or whoever. So I think they did well with the pick, especially considering the fact that it could be unprotected next year. Um, the Islanders right now are not in a playoff spot, so it's possible that it slides to next year, which would be more interesting, <laughs> I think, for Canucks. And then uh, Anthony Beauvillier, who... Like, I think he plays better for the Canucks. I, I, I would be surprised if he doesn't produce more just because of the way that the team plays, although Tockett is playing obviously more defensive than Boudreaux. But I, I think he might be someone that they could end up flipping next year for an asset. Not Nothing huge, but I think that he could work for them for this time. But that being said, <laughs> like, it, it does still kind of sting a little bit. And I am very 50-50 on this in the sense that they needed to trade him. 100% they needed to trade him. It just sucks that it came down to it. And I think as Canucks fans, we're kind of starved for a future-oriented deal. And this is a future-oriented deal. So when I first saw it, I was like, wow, really impressed. But now the more that I think about it, I'm like, yeah, it's standard for what you would have expected. But the fact that it was the Islanders makes it a little, maybe a little bit better. Yeah. 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 And I mean, um, I'll just tail onto that, that now that the numbers of what the Canucks probably offered Bo as a contract extension have come out, like I'm definitely happy. Um, yeah. Because they, they couldn't afford to give him even what they went to their max at, really, you know? I mean, no. I understand he's having a great year. He's got, you know, 31 goals already in last year yet, but. Last year was his best season ever with 62 points, right? Yeah, totally. Um, and I mean, for him, like, he should ask for it. And I hope he gets it somewhere. I just, you know, it can't be Vancouver. Yeah. Um, but I will say this about Bo. 
I think in terms of being the captain over this period of time in Canucks history was not easy. <laughs> and I think he did a fantastic job. Yeah. Uh, and like off ice wise, I think he was a very good captain for the Canucks and his personality was really um, endearing for that role. So, yeah, no, he did good. Um, and whoever gets him long-term will be lucky to have that type of leadership and hopefully he sees some success finally. Yeah, that's what I was saying. I know like there's there's a temptation to hope that the Islanders miss the playoffs this year and then, you know, maybe that Canucks pick gets a little bit higher. But for me personally, I do really want to see him in the playoffs. Like, I think he, he deserves it. <laughs> He's played a long time. He hasn't had much playoff experience and it would be fun to see him go on a little bit of a run, uh, which is why in some ways I was kind of disappointed that it was the Islanders, even though yeah. it's better for the Canucks. But yeah, like this team, hopefully, I'm very, very hopeful <laughs> that this now means they're looking to the future. I do have some fears <laughs> that their next move might include, you know, packaging either their, well, probably not their pick. They'd be super stupid, but like the Islanders pick to, you know, sweeten one of those bad contracts to get off the books. I'm scared about that. Um, so it will be still interesting to watch what they do, but let's hope that they're moving towards, you know, making this team better in the long run rather than um, quick fixes. And I mean, idealistically and realistically, I think in the next whatever it is, uh, what is it, less than a month now for the deadline? Yeah, I think March 6th. Okay, close to a month then. Yeah. Um, you know, we likely see a Shen deal for a, a pick that's probably better than most people think he's worth and probably a better deal like i said idealistically and realistically yeah um, I, don't, I don't know how much i'm buying the denko stuff right now but we'll see the only team and i know people have said this like that makes sense for demco i think is la okay that's not pittsburgh's up there pittsburgh could too and i guess buffalo those are like the three but la does have like the young kind of prospects that are ready to make the jump that I think the Canucks would like um but I I don't really buy it in season I think if they trade them it'll be the offseason and yeah. I think Shen for sure and I think that if they can move Besser they will um but they'll probably have to retain yeah um and Besser becomes even more expendable since like you alluded to earlier uh Manko got extended for two years at 5.5 yeah. I think the consensus is when I'm talking to like my hockey pool group is like <laughs> great contract, wrong time. Totally. Totally. And I mean, like I was listening a little bit before here to some talk about trading Sam Lafferty from Chicago at the deadline and how he's like, you know, an affordable young player and how he could fetch a good return. And I think to myself, well, like the Canucks had such a good opportunity with Kuzmenko. And again, yeah. I really like him as a player. I think he's a good fit with Pedersen, but it just didn't make, it doesn't make sense. And the, the contract is good. Um, yeah. But yeah, I would have really liked to see them again, think more to the future. And that's why I'm still a little bit scared about where this team is. Yeah, I think I think the Russian recruit recruiting relationship played yeah. a lot more into this than anyone will ever know behind closed doors, you know? Yeah. That's the only way to like really justify how that made sense, but the money's yeah. not enough. So we'll take it. And I mean, I guess they've kind of made their bed in identifying. 
identifying their core moving forward is well Miller's in there too right is he in there I didn't even hear that I just heard the I just okay. heard him say Bo uh, Hughes and Kuzmenko and that oh not Bo sorry Petey and Kuzmenko yeah, but, no, they, I mean, I think to, Miller's that, in there because he has to be, right? Like, they yeah, made that this, The last, I think it was Friday talk, it was on the radio doing an interview, and they talked about, you know, who's going to get letters on their chest and stuff like that. And, and talk it said right away that, you know, for leadership, he's leaning heavily on P.D. Hughes and Miller. Like, he threw those three names out there right away, so. Okay. They yeah. made their bet. It is what it is. <laughs> it is what it is. And again, it's it's too bad. I, I do feel for Bo, <laughs> but what can you do? Yeah. Um, and yeah, I think like for Canucks news, that's really it. Um, it's the biggest news, but. Yeah, like I said, they played three games in the top. They, they went one and two, uh, you know, they beat, what was it? The first game they beat Chicago, who's terrible, handily, and then smoked by Seattle. And then who was the other one they lost to? Columbus, oh no, they beat Columbus. Was it Oh, they're two and one then. Yeah, they're two and one, but I mean, again, two of those teams are are not good, and the one team that's in a playoff spot was <laughs> very good. <laughs> um, but yeah, um, we'll see if they lean into the into the tank now. Um, it sounds like they brought up Pod Colson today. They brought up three players, including Pod, so he'll get a chance under Talkit here to see what he can do. Um, they're very heavy on wingers. They've gotten heavier on wingers. Um, but I think we expect there to be some movement there. So, you know. Yeah. And I mean, they had to fill a few spots with Micaiah being out for the season and then Lane Peterson getting claimed by Columbus as well. So, yeah. They yeah. had a couple of spots open. Uh, um, yeah. I also read that Hoaglander didn't get called up because he's two games, two NHL games yeah. away from being waiver. Yeah, I'm go through waivers, so that makes a little more sense when you do a deeper dive into why he's still down there. Yeah, and I, I don't think it's bad. Again, I think if you can bring a bunch of those prospects together um, in Abbotsford and have them play together, this season is not is not anything that they really need to be up in the NHL for. <laughs> so if Hoaglander can play some more games in the NHL and really feel like he's he's learning. Um, and he's developing really <laughs> um then i think that's good right yeah. now yeah for sure um, i don't want to touch on the all-star game stuff this weekend because it's like a it's kind of just like a throwaway in the schedule the only reason i didn't watch any of the all-star games um the only reason i watched some of the skills competitions because we were trapped waiting at the ferry for a couple hours so yeah. I was my phone uh um, yeah I just wish that the skills competition was all the old school stuff that made it great in like the nineties and they condensed it down to like an hour instead of dragging it out for like three hours. The goalie like goal thing was the stupidest thing I've ever seen in my life. Yeah, it was like who brought up this idea. Yeah, the breakaway challenge is a waste of time. The the 10 D tandem thing was a total yeah, waste of time. Give thing. us the give us the fastest skater, give us the hardest shot, and then let's move on. Yeah, no, I agree. I, I did watch the Pacific game because I wanted to see Bo and Petey. Um, but, you know, it's it's, <laughs> it's not well. Well, I mean, the idea, right, is to sell it to new fans and evidently people in the market like it, like when it comes to them. But right. I feel like there's got to be a better way 
and I don't really I don't really know what it is <laughs> but like you said the the skills what used to be my favorite part to watch and now it's just gotten so stupid yeah. like yeah <laughs> but it was cool to see PD win hardest shot so yeah exactly yeah that yeah. part was nice but fortunately that was near the end so it took a long time to wait to see that but <laughs> yeah he's got a hell of a shot um, you want to quickly run through some big names to throw sure. out there? like a month ahead of the deadline. Sure. Their series. Yeah. Um, off the top of my head, I'll throw out O'Reilly and Tarasenko first because it seems okay. like the Blues are probably not going to make the class. I think they're eight points out right now. No. Yeah. Um, so I don't know if you've already got a couple ideas of what you think with those ones. I think I, I, I would put my bet on Tarasenko going to Vegas now that Mark Stone's out for the year. We think alike, yeah. Yeah, uh, they could use a winger to replace him. They probably like him. Yeah. So Vegas would be my pick for Tarasenko. Ryan O'Reilly, my pick would be Carolina because I yep. feel like they would view him as an affordable rental that they don't really have to extend if they don't want to, but he's got the championship experience and they could use a centerman like him. That's That would be my pick for, for him. Yeah, I like Carolina for O'Reilly too. I said possibly Seattle only because I know that they were interested in Bo and he's a center with Stanley Cup experience. That team is going to make the playoffs surprisingly and I feel like they could use some more experience. Although they do have like Burakovsky and stuff. But yeah, I said Seattle and then Tarasenko, I said Vegas as well. And if not Vegas, then Carolina or Boston. Yeah. See, yeah. I can see Boston getting a winger. Like, right? yeah. I know they were interested in Horvat, but they're pretty strong down the middle when everyone's healthy with Bergeron, Krejci, and Coyle. Yeah. So, yeah, what was the wing? Who was the winger I was looking at for Boston? Who are, who are some names that are available here? Uh, there's Timo Meyer. That was uh, it. Timo Meyer, I yeah. See Timo Meyer going to Boston. Yeah, I actually, well, I put New Jersey because that's the rumor, but then I said Carolina's the other option too, because again, like with Pacioretty on LTIR, they have money, so I could see that also fitting. They're going to do something, <laughs> but I don't know what, but Boston makes sense for Meyer too. Um, yeah. I could see it. Yeah. Um, Dylan Larkin, I would predict, is going to find a way to make it work in the state of Detroit. That would be my prediction. I agree. <laughs> yeah, you're going to have to fire off some names because I only had a couple off the top of my head. Okay. Uh, Patty Kane and Jonathan Taves. You can do the two. I want to see them both move. And if they did move, I'm going to stick with Taves to Winnipeg. Yeah. And Kane to the Rangers. But yeah. I'm also going to say that I mostly think they're both going to stay in Chicago. I agree. Um, and I said the same too. The only thing that I said that could be different is I could also maybe see Vegas taking a swing at Kane if, um, like, you know, because of Stone being on LTIR, basically. Yeah. Um, but the, I think it's like the rumors, right, are the Rangers and, and Winnipeg, and those make a lot of sense for both of those players. So, but I agree. I think they both probably stay in Chicago. Maybe Kane moves over. Oh, not Kane, sorry, Taves moves over Kane, but right. okay. yeah. Um, there's also, well, there's Luke, we can do the Canucks, but I mean, I, like there's Luke Shen and then there's Brock Besser, and I feel like we're probably going to have the same names for those, yeah. but. Um, uh, yeah, Shen, I think I'm buying into the scuttlebutt, it'll be Toronto. <laughs> 
yeah uh, i said toronto or boston i think yeah, it's, yeah. Anyway. i would have said toronto or tampa if i had to pick a second team yeah tampa's uh, there too. and then besser only because again scuttlebutt probably new jersey yeah new jersey or minnesota and i know minnesota is going to be like hard because of their cap situation but i yeah. wonder and this has been talked about if the Canucks were willing to take Dumba back, even though he's expiring to make the money work for this year um, and then retain, but I don't know. I can see that. Yeah. So that makes sense. Um, there's Klingberg and ghost is Yeah. Ghost is hurt now. Yeah. That doesn't mean he can't get traded. I think I he like still moves personally, but yeah, I could see someone like Edmonton doing Ghosty Bear. Which yeah. doesn't make sense because they need defensive defenders. But yeah. um, I would pick that one. And then who's the other one you just said? Uh, Klingberg. Yeah, Klingberg. Well, yeah, I don't know. That's a tough one. Who needs the offense from the blue line? I said Seattle. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, they were rumored like before the season, right, to be in on him. And I could see it now. I do have a fear in the Canucks that I think the Canucks are going to end up signing him in the off season. I just have a gut feeling about this. Um, but we'll see. We'll see what happens. <laughs> um, yeah. Who else? There's there's Monaghan. There's Barbashev. These aren't as big now. Um, yeah. JVR from your voice. Yeah, actually, I just heard something about JVR in Calgary. Yeah, it makes sense. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know who I would. I, like, I know uh, from St. Louis, Barbashev and Asiari or Ashiari or however you say his last name. They're both on the block. And uh, who was the one? I guess both of them are linked to Vegas. Bruce Cassidy used to coach. Yeah. So, I think Barbashev in Toronto would make sense personally because it seems yeah. like they want another winger. Um, and to me, he makes sense for them, but I don't know how much they're going to buy. So, yeah. yeah. But Vegas makes sense too. And then, like, yeah, I think that's basically it for the big names besides, like, Dumba, who I think stays in Minnesota. But Yeah, maybe. Maybe it was Vancouver. Yeah, <laughs> those are my my two possibilities and then jacob checker and i think stays in arizona think so yeah they've, they've talked about this forever and he, yeah. like, i just feel like they're gonna wait they'll wait till the off season and then maybe they'll actually move him but no one's paying the price that they want and he's right. having a really good year so why would you like why would you panic move him so off season auto r la or what I think Ottawa makes a lot of sense. Um, LA has the assets. It's just if they want to pay it. Yeah. Yeah. But I think I think Ottawa makes sense. Totally. I agree. All right. Well, we'll see how it goes, and we'll try to get together in uh, another week or maybe two weeks and talk about the Canucks games as they roll out. They're back in action tomorrow night, I believe, right? Yeah, tomorrow, New Jersey, and then the big reu reunition versus uh ball right um, okay so yeah we'll have some stuff to talk about and maybe a few more trades will trickle in by then so we will keep our ear to the floor and uh be back next time with episode number 99 until then this has been hockey talk on the rock 
episode number 98. That's Laura. I'm Keith. Thanks for listening.